0: This is Trivia Friday. The number to call with your question or your answer to a question is 888-589-8840. Now, back to more Trivia Friday.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Trivia Friday on American Family Radio. We do this... As the name suggests, every Friday, Trivia, <laughs>
2: All
1: right? It's not Trivia well, Thursday. That was real creative, uh, doing it? Yes. That way, yeah. Trivia Friday it is. We go back to uh, Todd in North Carolina uh, who has a...
3: A question for
4: yes. us.
1: Yes. <laughs> Fire away, Todd. Thank
4: you. Uh, I have a Bible question, and my question is concerning uh, Judas Iscariot, and my question is this. What does the surname Iscariot mean?
3: Hmm. I've heard this before, but can I remember it when the pressure's on?
4: I thought it had to do something where where he was from, Mm -hmm. but I'm not sure. Judas is Iscariot. I I can't remember. i I got a fantastic memory, guys, but my forgetter is getting (laughs) better and better as I get older.
3: All right, Ty, We're
4: going to go
3: with that. Somewhere he was from.
4: Well, that's the thing about it. Bert, you were right on the money. It, It does have to do with where he's from. Because it comes from the Hebrew-ish Karyoth, which means man of Karyoth.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, which means what now, man? Man of
4: Karyoth.
0: of Karyoth. And Karyoth
1: was a town there? Karyoth. Uh,
0: yeah, it was, uh, I believe it was south of Jerusalem, but sort of in the southern part of the uh,
4: uh, area of Judah. Judas was the only one of the 12 that was from the southern kingdom. The rest of them were from Galilee. Huh. And uh, he he was the one that was from around that area, so his connections with him being part of you know going and making the deal of selling Jesus thirty pieces of silver, he was probably possibly probably connected knew the already, right? Out. Okay. And so uh, it does, it
1: does. Todd, way to go, man!
3: Good yeah, Question.
1: Thank you, Todd. You have a great day, brother. Appreciate your call, and look forward to the next time you are able to be on with us. So you're listening to Trivia Friday. And let's repeat our questions really quick, uh, lady and gentlemen.
3: Okay, I'm looking for the name of the famous inventor who we have quoted heretofore today. (laughs) And he is famous for um, the many uses of the peanut. We'll give you that. Um, What is the formula for the area of a circle, the mathematical formula? I've never heard
1: that, but the formula for the for the once you
3: hear it, you're going to be like, oh, like so. If if they're like, how do you find the area of a circle? That's the answer to how you find the area of a circle. Is it
1: have to do with degrees?
3: Um, numbers. Uh, okay. <laughs> nah.
1: Okay. I, anyway. A circle. I, so I, I'm, I'm not trying I, to I'm give it away. Not, Go a ahead. It, uh, it's not like the circle of life. Yeah. <laughs> a
3: pie,
4: uh, a circle. A pie is round and not square. <laughs> hey,
3: mm-hmm. you're getting right. close. Oh, okay. You are getting close. Okay. Okay. In the book of Acts, we also meet a man named Barnabas. What does his name mean?
4: Okay. My question, two I have left. In what sport is love a score? That's L-O-V-E. In what sport is love a score? And after the nation of Israel divided and became two nations, how many good kings, according to the Bible, did the northern kingdom have?
1: Well, pardon questions. me. cut me mid-pop. Oh, oh man, I
4: got through quickly. I'm
3: surprised your sports one hasn't co- well, gotten yet. I am yet. too, I, I am. you know.
1: All right, here are my on, three que- questions. Ah, uh, this one hasn't been answered. I had it for an hour now. What is the, no- the top-selling novelist in history, mm. other than William Shakespeare, and Louis L'Amour? And Louis L'Amour, <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he was guessed. Uh, but uh, this is a very famous person. The, uh, sh- okay, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, how do ants find their way back to their nest? There's a, sp- a specific way that they do this. Uh, And number three, Mississippi, that is the state, not the river, produces about 60% of America's what? Mm. Of America's what? Back to the phones. uh
3: All right. Let's go to Ernie in Tennessee. Hey, Ernie, welcome to Trivia Friday. Go ahead and turn that radio down for us, Ernie. There we go. Can you hear us?
4: Ernie, are you there? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, I just got to ask. Ernie from Tennessee, does any other person come to your mind? They you got to be my age. Er- uh, Tennessee Ernie yeah, Ford. I know I know who you're talking about. you talking about Tennessee Ernie Ford. No, that's right. So you answered my question, but go ahead, Ernie. Do you want to answer or ask what or
0: do else, both? Uh, you know, I, American Family Radio has been such a part of my life the last, oh, I guess, 10 years, and so... You know, I I called J.J. Jasper the other day, and I personally invited him to come up to our place in Tennessee October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd to be a guest speaker at our annual bull riding school. We teach bull riding once a year there at my place. Well, I I didn't get a chance to tell him, or he hadn't responded yet. But I also have a bull he can get, he can get on if he wants With to With an offer like no that? At no charge. Oh, man. <laughs> well, no. hey, and if he's not listening, the bull he's going to get on, I'm 60-something, so that's going to be my bull, too, okay? <laughs> now, I also have some real mean bulls that I'm going to put George Stephanopoulos and Dr. Boucher on. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> you know, that, now, that, hey, Ernie. Make sure you have a mask
4: for the bulls. Oh, they they need word. that mask. They wouldn't take. It. Hey, what's your what? Which <laughs> question do right. you want to answer today?
0: Well, I know one for sure, but I'm gonna gamble on the other one because I wasn't, you know, being an ex bull rider, I wasn't real studious in in college and and all. It took me six years to get through a four years institution. But <laughs> here's the deal. <clears throat> I, I'm pretty sure I know the the one about the circle uh, or the the you know yes, the, the circumference formula. of the circle. How do you but find the one I know for okay. sure? And the one I know is the the uh, love question. Okay. Okay, which one? Well, I guess I'm going to gamble. I'm going to try the circumference. Okay, that so square I think,
3: okay? It is it the area worked. of a circle is pi R squared. Ooh, yes, <laughs> Not the circumference,
0: yes. but the area. I failed I math so many times in high school, <laughs> and my teachers, blessed their heart, they tried to teach me, but I just didn't <laughs> want to argue.
1: Well, you had your mind on bull riding, man. <laughs>
3: and they kept mentioning pi, and you, you just got that yeah. craving. All
1: you cared about was the, the number eight. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's right, eight seconds. Eight seconds. Hey. Absolutely. You, Hey, let me let me ask you guys this though. Uh, so, so the, give the for those who are new, give the question and the answer. Okay.
3: So, what is the formula for the area of a circle? And it is the area equals pi r squared. So pi is the you know three point one four, and then r is the radius of that of that circle. Okay. And then you double the radius.
1: Gotcha. Times pi. That's right. I get thought you were looking for area. something like three hundred and sixty degrees. You know. Yeah. Uh, that's a full circle
3: yes that's uh, i
1: see what you're right, saying i'm saying 360 degrees but uh, anyway all right ernie do, do you have a question
0: for us i do and it's real short um now jj could probably answer this but i bet you guys can't what does a longhorn bull and a politician have in common
1: <laughs> a
0: longhorn Horned bull. bull JJ would know the answer
1: He, would. he would know that. Uh, he, he, he's racing cattle what would too. They, uh, uh, I don't know. What's the answer, Ernie? Yeah.
2: Well,
0: a longhorn bull has a point over here and a point over there and a lot of bull in the mirror.
3: <laughs> That's
1: good, Ernie.
0: <laughs>
3: Woo. that's great
1: Ernie that's all right man. over there and, uh, and, uh, and a lot of bull in the middle thank you Ernie <laughs> take care of my friend uh, and hopefully JJ will get back to you on that speaking engagement but I I would dare say that's the first invitation he's ever had to
3: I don't know if he needs to be getting on that bull we need yeah. him back on training uh, uh,
1: to come and speak <laughs> where he uh, we know what a horse did for him right. we don't know what a bull would do for him
3: right. yeah.
4: hmm.
1: Sharon in Arkansas you're up next hi Sharon
5: Hi. Yeah, yes, you. You're Hi. Uh, I want to a- answer and ask.
3: Okay. Which uh, question would you like to try?
5: Um, the sport with the uh, word love okay. is there.
1: Okay. Okay. And what sport did you say love is in the air? What you say?
5: I did. Awesome. Hold
4: <laughs> on. Tim gonna- picked that up, man. That's, funny. That's good. Uh, in what sport is love a score?
5: That would be tennis.
1: Yeah, yeah,
5: that's nice. right.
4: Hey,
1: uh, you know, that just doesn't. But it's not love. Fifteen love. If you, 15 but, love yeah. but you don't want to have love in tennis. That's you. right, man. You don't. Uh, you don't. You <laughs> <just laughs> Means you're being skunked.
3: Sharon, they, have you played tennis before?
5: Yeah. Um, long, long time
3: okay, ago. Okay, okay. Uh, well, good job. What well, What is your question for us?
5: So my first time to ever listen to the Learning University was about five years ago, uh, the day after Thanksgiving and the question was asked about who uh broke Roger Maris's home run record. And I I tried and tried to call to answer that, but I, I have a two part question. Uh what team were they playing? Of course it was the St. Louis Cardinals that uh Mark McGuire was on that broke the record, but what team were they playing and who was the pitcher
1: uh, that pitched the Ooh. hit the the ball that hit, he hit it out on. Now, Tim, you're a St. Louis Cardinal fan, I know. Yeah, you. I was watching that game. Uh, wow, uh, um, um, was it was it against the Cubs?
5: It was okay. All right. Okay, it was so, so I got that
1: much right. It was a because yeah. see, it, it was a, that year it was a back and forth between Sammy Sosa so, of and the Mark Cubs. Rewey. And Mark McGuire of the Cardinals—they were both like on. Who's it gonna be? Yeah, yeah who's it, who's it gonna break Roger Maris' record? So it was against yeah, the Cubs, but a Cubs you're fan, so.
5: What,
1: you're asking what the <laughs> who's the pitcher's name was? Can you give me yeah. initials Cl- or give me a, a last Sutcliffe. name, initial? You remember Sutcliffe? Was was he one? Uh,
5: mm-hmm. Last initial starts with a T.
1: Mm. Last name. Uh, well, I don't know. The the ball barely went over the left field wall, though. In, in Bush Stadium in Saint Louis, <laughs> when that happened, yep. I don't know what's it, what's the name of who's the name of the pitcher then.
5: That
4: would be Steve Traxel. Okay, Traxel, Steve Traxel.
1: Okay, yeah. do you know the name I, I, of the?
6: I, I... Go ahead. Are
1: you a baseball fan, Sharon? Um,
5: my, yeah, pretty much. Sort of. She's you, a Trivia Friday fan, okay. and that's where she heard <laughs> <Okay>. about it.
1: <laughs> do you know the name no, of I'm a the Cubs pi- fan? Cubs fan. Okay. Yes. Me too. Uh, Only
4: thing in Chicago I love is not even a pizza, huh? Yeah,
1: no, I'm a Cub
5: fan.
1: That is true. And, and long suffering, I might add. Su- yeah. We got
4: one. We, we got, got one, got finally.
1: One. Do you know the name of the pitcher who threw Hank Aaron's 715th uh, home run?
5: <laughs> I do not, but I was a little kid, but I remember watching that game. So yeah. I was watching it with my mom. She was a big baseball fan. So. Okay.
1: It was, I was too, as much of America was. It was in 1973, uh, I'm almost certain, and they were playing the Dodgers. It was at Atlanta's Fulton County Stadium, and it was Frank Downing? Oh, yeah. I think the guy's name was Frank Downing, and he threw the pitch that Hank Aaron hit over the – over the wall and nobody field. could
4: run around the bases like can't care and you could he wouldn't have to have his number on or anything and you'd recognize mm-hmm. that guys he'd go around the bases yeah. that's he incredible. Was
1: all right uh, is that did she that's, a, it. She that's
4: it she
3: answered correctly thank and you
1: sharon good work She have a question oh, she, okay. she asked thank the, you sharon appreciate questions. it you're listening to trivia friday on american family radio we go back to the phones and laura is in oklahoma hi laura Hi,
6: it's
1: Flora, with the F. Uh, Flora? Flora. O- Flora, Oklahoma? Okay.
6: Yeah.
1: Where is Hi, that? Uh,
6: where is it? Yeah. Central USA.
1: No, I'm talking about where in the state of Oklahoma? Oh, I
6: live in
1: Meeker.
3: Her name is Flora.
1: Oh, my apologies. It was that. apologies. I misunderstood. So instead of Laura, it's Flora, yeah. and she well, lives I- in... Oklahoma. I bet she lives in a yes. garden spot.
3: <laughs> nice, <Laura>. Flora. <laughs> yeah,
6: the heartland. Yeah,
1: That's the great. absolutely. Ask, answer, or both.
6: Well, I'm. I want to do both. I'm guessing at one, and then I'm going to ask. Okay. Go. Uh, um, i want to do the
3: ants. Ah, all right. Over. Tim's question.
6: Uh, okay. Good.
1: The question is. The question is, Laura. How do ants? Find their way back to the nest.
6: Could it be as they go, they're also coming back and they leave like a stent?
1: Hmm. Okay. Here, here, we're, we're 10 minutes away from the end of the program, so I doubt this is going to be answered. So I'm going to give the answer. And um, here's the answer. How do ants find their way back to their nest? <clears throat> answer by counting their steps. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And
3: they're mathematicians
1: for yeah. sure. Ants wow. ha- have an internal system close to a pedometer
3: Okay.
1: that counts their steps back to their nest. Wow.
3: Wow. They interviewed wow. an
4: ant to find that <laughs> information. Yeah.
1: Now, I, I don't how know. How in the don't world, world, how don't in know, world would you know I that? I don't know. What, what happens if somebody drops a bunch of popcorn down between where <laughs> they went and when they come back home? But uh, <laughs> like I probably would. But, uh, that, them up
3: a little bit.
1: Yeah, they by counting their steps.
3: That's incredible. It's a wow. wonder they
1: don't go to sleep by, by walking. Yeah. <laughs> you get it? You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Yeah,
6: right. <laughs> counting.
1: Uh, All right, Laura, go ahead. Your question for us. Every
6: day. Yeah. Um, my question is what did Jesus call a bill of divorcement and why did he do it? It's a two part question.
3: What did he call a bill of divorcement? So this is in. And probably, why?
6: And, and why did he do it?
3: So this is when um, he said a certificate of divorce. You know, and they said right. Moses. Moses allowed them to have a certificate of divorce because,
4: because of the hardness of their heart. The hardness
6: of their heart. So, what was the word that Jesus gave to that bill of divorcement? And for what reason? Did According he to do what it? version you're reading? Yeah. What's the
1: answer, Laura? Floor. floor. Uh,
6: it, it's, floor. Called, he, it's called a get or a gitum. Is that and in the Hebrew was, or in the Greek? Uh, in the Greek. Okay, oh, okay.
4: I got gotcha. you. Okay. And
6: he did it because when the men divorced the women. They All they said was, I divorce you. They threw them out of the house, and it would force the women into becoming streetwalkers. Mm. So Jesus said he was tired of that, and he said, you have to get a get and you have to split the, whatever had been acquired. Mm. Jesus was tired of them making women become streetwalkers.
2: Yeah,
1: hey, you so gotta really, ha- you gotta have more commitment than just saying I'm out of here, right, or whatever like that. Yeah, it, I
3: guess the and certificate- they could do it for
1: any cause.
4: Uh, the Bible talks about the two different groups. Mm-hmm. Some of them could divorce a woman for any cause, right? The other one, they had to prove some infidelity. But for those people, it's for any cause. You know,
3: d- whatever divorce is so messy, but even. The Lord allowing for the this certificate, the reason he allowed it, because of the hardness of our hearts, God knows that we're wicked and evil, and you even see his grace and kindness in trying to care for women. <laughs> and and uh,
1: and man, like everything else, we mess up everything right, God right. gives us, don't we? Flora, thank you so much. Appreciate hearing from you in Oklahoma today. Okay, we're going to repeat our – got eight minutes roughly left on the program today. So I'm Tim Wildman with Bert Harper and Kendra White. Ed and J.J. are traveling. They'll be back next Friday. Uh, Go ahead.
4: I got one question left. Okay, you go right ahead. After the nation of Israel divided and became two nations, how many good kings did Mm. the northern kingdom have?
3: I know it was almost every other because I thought, why can't we have two good ones in a row? They need to train (laughs) their kids. Okay, so I have two as well. Um, Who is the famous inventor who um, created many uses for the peanut? Famous inventor and scientist. Um, in the book of Acts, we meet a man named Barnabas. What does his name mean?
1: My two questions uh, are as follows: Who's the most popular selling novelist of all time, other than William Shakespeare? Now
3: and I secondly, guess at that one.
1: secondly, the state of Mississippi produces about sixty percent of America's what? Good questions. Okay, back to the phones, uh, Bert. Okay, let's go to Mississippi and talk to Tom. Tom, welcome.
4: Hi. Yes, do you want to answer or ask or do both?
2: I'm going to try to do both. I'm sitting here watching you all on YouTube, and it's nice to see that dime between two nickels there. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Well,
1: (laughs) You know, uh, Tom, it is what... (laughs) It
3: took me a minute. It is what it is, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You don't have to explain
1: yourself.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Tom, which one of the questions you want to answer?
2: I think I'll try to answer the one on the peanut.
3: Ah, okay. So, who was the famous inventor who said, when I was young, I said to God, God, tell me the mysteries of the universe. But God answered, that knowledge is for me alone. So I said, God, tell me the mystery of the peanut. And then God said, well, that's more nearly your size. And he told me. Who was the inventor?
2: I think it might have been uh, Booker T. Washington.
3: You are very close. It is George Washington Carver. but Okay, yeah. They worked together, I believe, and had some connections. They did? They together? They did. They had some, uh, I think george washington carver um booker t had a, created a university right and i think yes, he invited Tuskegee. um i think he invited um george washington to come but i love this man george washington this carver yes george Who's Washington.
1: was the one who you're quoting there about yes. the peanut
3: he was an inventor who invited god into the process and he would call him mr creator god and he wanted to help people out by um their crops were failing and yeah. so he said lord how can i do this and god Gave him the answer of how to the
4: It was something how about, the the, you know, cotton, because of the bull weevil, yes. had destroyed the cotton crops, and they were looking for a second crop. Mm-hmm. And down in South Alabama and Southern Georgia, perfect soil to raise peanuts. Mm-hmm.
3: And, and he helped also teach them about crop rotation yeah. and um, Great. Great lots man. of inventions. All right. So, uh, Tom, did you have a question for us as well, right?
2: Uh, yes, I do, uh, As an old Air Force navigator, I used to use the moon for uh, celestial observations. And a couple months ago, you all talked about uh, how long a lunar month is. So my question is, which way does the moon travel across the sky? From west to east, east to west, north to south, or south to north?
1: Tom, uh, (laughs) say say that again. That was almost a trick question, real quick. (laughs)
2: Okay. okay, I'm asking you about which way does the moon travel across the Earth? Does it go from the east to the west, or from the west to the east, or from the north to the south?
1: Yeah, I, I, the I, south all right, Tom, to I got it. Hey, listen, okay. right, hold on, don't, Tom, don't say don't say yes or no. We're, we're going to talk amongst ourselves quickly. Okay, if okay. I'm seeing this right in my backyard, we're talking north to south. Uh. Okay. And that that's my answer. You guys differ from that at all?
3: I don't know. I'm still <laughs> puzzling now, it, well, it, it out.
1: May, it might be like the sun. It depends on what part of the year. Yes. How much to, to what varying degree. I, Let's you, go do, with do, you. Do, do you. Do you I, differ I, with that? Well, I was going to say, say
4: from uh, west, west to, to east, east that's because I, it rises in the east. I see it and sets in the west. That's the way the sun does it. But the moon doesn't necessarily do the same thing.
2: But I don't it know. sure right. looks uh, like it. Tom, what's to the answer? What's the answer? The answer is yes, it goes from the west to the east, but since its uh, movement is a lot slower than the Earth's rotation, the Earth catches up to it, so it gives the appearance of rising from the east to the west. Okay. Okay.
3: It gives the appearance of rising from what? the east to the west. I said, "What, Tom?
1: You just gave us—you just—you just, you, you just double-spoke." That, much that as sounds, me. Uh, Tom. <laughs> what? What? Tim is saying you need to become a politician because you got—you covered both. You telling me? No. So what? What is the correct answer? The
2: correct answer is from the west to the east.
1: The but moon goes from the, the west opposite. to the
2: east. Because. Uh, the movement
1: right up there. Right up. All right,
2: we're oh. out of time. Wow. Ooh, we're have to uh, Tom, t- my that
1: apologies one. Uh, for. Anyway, Tom, great question, brother. And, and Tony from Kentucky, you'll be up first next week. Just hold on.
3: Well, we've got some answers to give. Yeah. In the book of Acts, what does the name Barnabas mean?
1: Son of consolation or encouragement.
3: Son of encouragement. Yeah, yep. Is. Great job.
4: The number of good kings in the Northern Kingdom was a big
1: round zero. Ooh.
3: The South the had it. The South eight went good- back and forth. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Uh,
1: the top selling novelist in history, other than William Shakespeare, is who? Dickens? Is it
3: Dickens? No,
1: John Grisham. No, (laughs) no, it's a lady named Agatha Christie. Agatha Christie, great
3: question. Agatha
1: Christie. It was a mystery, (laughs) and uh, yes, that's right. Mississippi produces about sixty percent of America's what? Catfish. Catfish, it is. Really, catfish is the correct answer. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you back here on Monday.